Welcome to the Classy Ring Attire Podcast. I'm Joel. I'm Chris. And it's time to get classy. Let's do it. So, uh, we just have a mountain of things to cover. Yes. Because uh, we recorded early last week, and of course, you know, as... What that means is... Which usually means all the news happens almost immediately, and this past week didn't... Uh, didn't disappoint because the very next day they announced the new XFL. By they I mean Vince, <laughs> and by announce I mean he gave you like the bare <laughs> bones like, of announcement. Fortunately, it was a staggering lack of an announcement, so we yeah. don't have to spend too much time covering. Like he had so little to share that the focus was, you know, the national anthem thing. Yeah. Um, which you know, I I felt like was it was immediately going to be the the main headline of the story as soon as he even like made it sound like he entertained the thought of you know making it mandatory to stand well the biggest problem is um there, there was nothing else yeah no there was nothing uh, else to focus on at all so when, when you i mean look at a newspaper and there are two traditional headlines there's a major headline which is the big bold thing at the top and then underneath mm-hmm. there is another headline that is basically serving as the second sentence yeah. to the headline. So it will be. So yes, your headline is XFL announces return date twenty twenty. Yeah. But then you have made that second yeah. headline. Yeah. That and it's gonna be it's gonna be safer. How? Because I said it was going to. The thing is, you like, know? there's nothing. Yeah. Um, he thinks that he can just if you believe that something is safer, then that makes it safer. Um, the biggest takeaway, honestly, is that there will be no change. To WWE hierarchy, no, uh, Vince at will, least not influenced by XFL. Right, Vince yeah. will be in charge of both. Mm-hmm. Um, It'll still be interesting to see what happens by May. Yeah. Um, well, it's surprising because he seemed to imply that he would be taking a back seat on the XFL side. Yeah, where XFL will be his money, but will be mostly run by other people, where yeah. he will continue to have his finger in all the wrestling pie. Right, while still listening to the fans. Mm. <laughs> well, maybe like maybe that that's his that's his true sign of, you know, of actually letting somebody else be in charge of the XFL. Should the fans be listened to? Yeah, that's gonna be a thing for like maybe a day or two. Three games. Yeah. I will give it three games, and then next thing you know, another sweepstakes to get you know inside the cheerleaders' locker. Oh yeah, by by week four, I'm assuming there's gonna be cheerleaders. Yeah. Um. So yeah, honestly, there's nothing to report. No, other than it's going to happen. The eight teams don't even know where the teams are going to yep. be, and they're all going to be owned by the league. And um, same right after the Super Bowl. And uh, I guess anyone with a criminal record isn't going to be honestly uh, <laughs> isn't going to be in the league. Now, honestly, the biggest story is this dude got it spot on. The guy that predicted not only does the XFL come oh, back, yeah, yeah, we yeah. have no idea. The day, but predicted everything. to the day when yep. the announcement would and be And so made. far, all of his uh, and predictions for the Hall of Fame, you know, he's, he's shooting shooting 100 right now. So, so the big story, which I i can't believe we're not all yeah. trying to grab onto, is who is this guy? Yeah. And what does he know? It seems like, you know, with stuff like uh, Falcon, or Air, Falcon Arrow or whatever, and Mets fan on Reddit, it felt like everyone was clinging to every word that these people were talking about. And then this guy just came out of left field and, you know, predicted the XFL was going to come back. And, you know, even, like, said what day was going to be announced. And he got it all right. 
and yeah, that's not the main focus of you know internet wrestling fans. No, I don't. I don't know. I don't understand it. it it's crazy. I and like he like real. He's like putting out his real name and on Twitter and everything. Like the guy just writes for you know a a, a blog, you know, and he's not hiding behind a secret username or anything like that. And I'm just right. I, I don't know. Maybe there's not enough mystery involved to maybe, make people enticed. Maybe he has said something about like this is my one scoop and like sure maybe and and I've just missed that thing but like how is he not drowning in Twitter requests for like what's the for WrestleMania AMAs, card for everything yeah I don't know I don't I don't understand it cuz um either today or yesterday Meltzer released a post of like this is the what I've heard of the current WrestleMania card obviously subject to sure. change but this is what we're looking at and had this like I don't care what that guy say yeah I don't know I have to look him up on Twitter and see if he said anything about that yet um but moving along, mm-hmm. uh, I still think it's interesting, you know, that there are certain members of his own WWE roster that would be ineligible to play for the XFL. Not because they're wrestlers, because they have a criminal history, yeah. including his current, you know, SmackDown tag team champion, mm-hmm. or at least one half of them. Uh, but that's besides the point. Um, but moving forward, uh, we've got a big weekend of wrestling to, to talk on, uh, starting with TakeOver. Mm-hmm. Um the Meltzer came out with his ratings today. I uh, believe the Andrade Cianamas Gargano match is the first WWE five star match since Money in the Bank 2011 with Punk and Cena. Is and it really? Cena. From what I understand, that's what everyone's saying. Okay. Um, I could be wrong. They could be wrong. But either way, it that's had been a while. So weird. Because, yeah. like, Cause I, thought, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe in my head, I thought that that rating had, given, had been given to the first done bait match from nxt last year yeah uh but i guess not is it, well it's just because like I, the ratings came out and i glanced at them and i saw that that had gotten a five yeah and my response, one of was like yeah of course it my did. response was like yeah that makes sense yeah like i agree um obviously a fantastic unbelievable match yeah um also by the way an insanely rewatchable match yeah um that and that's something that like and we talk about and i, I try and rewatch you know, most, at least most of the big stuff. The contenders, yeah. like okay, you know, you make a notes throughout the year, and they're yeah. like, okay, I need to watch them kind of back to back. Like, really see which one stands the test of time, which yeah. one feels like it's a good match at the year contender. Um, but this one already watched it at least once since then. Um, it's just, it's fantastic storytelling from yeah. all involved, um, and it's just, it was fantastic. Yeah. And part of it was, and again. I'm s- one of the reasons I'm so glad we did this podcast mm-hmm. is that we can go back to when we went to see NXT live, yeah, and almost came out with like a with generic, PowerPoint yeah. thing and generic music, and like, and I was like, that guy's gonna be a star, sure, because he was amazing, and then he debuted and he was not, and he was terrible, and I'm like, kill the name, the name's holding him back, and I felt like this big nerd being like, yeah. he's gonna be it, guys, he just needs a different name. <laughs> And then next thing you know, he comes out and sw- changes up the character a little bit mm-hmm. and keeps the name, and he's firing on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. So what do we know? <laughs> yeah. But, like, I, I, I'm li- I'm glad that I feel like everybody's on board with yeah. me where I'm like, this is mm-hmm. this is the superstar to watch. Yeah. Now, granted, you know, a lot of the focus was on Gargano mm-hmm. and his whole storyline. And everyone just waiting for Champa to strike, and sure enough, it happened. You know, um, but we had, we had um, this and 
um, just to compare it to the Rumble the next night, mm-hmm. we had two shows where we were waiting for a debut. Yeah. And that debut did not, like, the whole... It didn't happen the way we were... Right, the whole final thinking, match yeah. was based around, oh, but we are just waiting for this debut. It was that, you know... Yeah. The main event doesn't matter because Nexus is about to invade. Right. Kind of yeah. feel to it. And in both cases, the match ended. The match ended clean. The match ended without the debut yeah. or return. Mm-hmm. And then that happened post-Bell, post-everything else. And I really like that. <laughs> sure. No, absolutely. Um, I... I think this is one of the rare times in recent memory where it felt like pretty much for the entire weekend, and that's counting like Saturday through SmackDown on Tuesday, it felt like WWE by and large got it right. Mm-hmm. You know, not even not even just you know saying that oh we like who won certain matches or whatever, but just you know booking in general. The no, I mean Takeover and then Raw back to back like that. Yeah, is the best one two punch. I think WWE's given us since I I couldn't even give you an answer on that one. Yeah, because I don't know. Because usually when one show is clicking, the other one isn't. You mm-hmm. know, um, I will say this: out of the entire weekend, and I'm skip I'm I'm skipping around a little bit, but out of the weekend, I felt like it mostly did favors for Finn and Sasha Banks because those are two people who are big name players, and it's felt like they had been slipping. Yeah, you know, as of like the last year or so, maybe, and it just felt like, but like both of them went like almost an hour in the Rumble, and then the next night on Raw had really good matches. Yeah, they they were both they were the two MVPs of yeah of the marathon runners. Both of them, I think, for came the in Rumbles two, I think. Yeah, yeah. So like they almost had the like the identical uh, mm-hmm. Roy Rumble now, experience. Now, th- there's somebody like that every year. Sure. Uh, that doesn't always, you know, parlay into actual mm-hmm. push or heat or whatever um, beyond that night. Famously, CM Punk's final WWE match is him being the marathon yeah. entrant into the Royal Rumble. Yeah. He was the last one where I was like, all right, he's going to come in at first and he's going to go all the way because... It's time for WWE to have another guy coming from number one because we can't talk about the last one that did. You know, at least, you know, WWE themselves can't talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I felt like it's time to bring See, that up. And I was, and again, this year I was thinking that was going to be Nakamura. Granted, I was right about Nakamura winning, but just, you know, like 13 spots later than I was yeah. predicting. I just, I, I, I know why you say that, yeah. but I, I feel like... You think it draws too much attention to it? Yeah. I was like, that, he, that might yeah. have killed the number one entrant winner forever, is mm-hmm. just because they don't want anybody to ha- say, like, when was the, the last first one okay. since Benoit. <laughs> like, yeah. Because usually it's like, you know, there's only been two. First one being Shawn Michaels. On to the next subject, yeah. <laughs> you know. In in their by the numbers video every year, they they always right. say it like only like two have won it from the number one slot. The first being Shawn Michaels, mm-hmm. yeah. And hope to hope to God, <laughs> Shawn Michaels stays on the straight and narrow for the rest of his life. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it would be like, oh, you know, this is the third ever number one entrant winner. The first being Shawn Michaels. <laughs> you know, you just use the same line to tweak it a little bit. Um, I don't know. I don't know how they would handle it, but I don't know. I, I just felt like getting a new one would, I, you know, help them like move I, on. I am more glad because 
uh, Nakamura was like 13 or 14, 14. somewhere. He was 14. Yeah. I think I think the internet called it the uh, Jeff Hardy Memorial spot because no one ever wins from that spot, but now they did. Well, yeah, and, and yeah. that's the thing is like I, the the teens are just such a waste, and you're like, yeah, when somebody comes out and you're like, eh, mm-hmm. nope, that's it, the twenties is pretty much guaranteed, right? You know, twenties get a lot, and then you always have a couple of like very early where you're like, oh, that could be a potential, right? But anybody to come out in the teens, you're like, well, that's I mean, I'm happy with them. So I I do like. That, that that there is some spreading out. Yeah. Um. I wouldn't mind. You know, if we've had we haven't had thirty rumbles yet, but yeah. like they're kind of like, oh, we've had X number of rumbles, have X number of slots won yet, and that's yeah. not the case. Because I mean, they WWE's got to be dramatic. So I doubt that there's have ever been really anyone who has won. You know, in the single digits, not as not one or two, but like. I don't know, like sixth or seventh, mm-hmm. you know. You don't really care about anyone winning from those numbers. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe do something along those lines too. Cause as 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 much as the, the teens are, you know, like, you know, the death valley for potential rumble winners, you know, single digits aren't great either. It's just they like to dramatize and be like one or number two. Yeah, one, two are big. Yeah. And then like it sharp decline until Real about short. twenty. Yeah. So uh was there any big takeover notes that you wanted to touch on? Other than obviously, like the main event was amazing. I mean, main event was amazing. Match Solid of the five year star so match. Far. Yeah. yeah. Um. And, and again, I, I feel like it's January. And I already have a match of the year. I hate yeah. that. And it, 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 it was. It's one of those things where I'm like, man, that's cool. I can't wait for the next series of tapings so I can look at spoilers. And that <laughs> that happened tonight. Uh, actually, it's a weird thing because they went back to Atlanta, uh, at center stage. And they did another round of tapings tonight, and they're going to do some more tomorrow night. And I think they did three episodes. Okay. And then tomorrow, I'm assuming they're, tomorrow night they're going to do another three. And I was doing the math, and I think there's only like eight episodes, or eight weeks between now and... And the, whenever the, the WrestleMania takes Yeah, will be. so I was like, are they just going to do like just a really a quickie kind of... Because like the only reason why they're doing it is because, you know, every... January, February, you know, apparently there's other bookings at full sale, and they just they don't have the availability, right? So, I, mean, I don't I, know. I don't know. It's a weird state. It's weird staging. Like yeah. the the ring is all like weird compared to where the staging is, and it's just it throws you off a little bit. So I don't know. But those those started tonight. Uh, expect a couple interesting stuff. They are they they um, announced that they are bringing back the Dusty Classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's going to start soon. Uh, there, they didn't do any matches for the Dusty Classic tonight. I think they're going to do that tomorrow, being Friday. Um, they started. Uh, Are they going to finish the Dusty Classic at the next takeover? That I don't know. Because that seems because usually quick. it seems quick for them with Dusty. Like they like to drag that one out mm-hmm. for a while. It's usually around the summer. I think I could be wrong. Uh, usually going into Brooklyn, where they'll. Either wrap it up or, you know, be close to it. Uh-huh. So, I don't know. There's never really any sort of, like, structure to the Dusty Classic. Yeah. Uh, but, which I, which I feel like I, w- I really want to see that change. I want to see that one be a little bit more rigid as far as, like, mm-hmm. the way they plan that out. You know? Um, well, give them, give them time. I, 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 I like, like it being an NXT thing where mm-hmm. you only see the matches happen on NXT TV. Yeah. Not its own, like, show or anything like that. But I would like to see, like... You know, 
a little bit more structure to I mean, it. I mean, and I also, I also feel like the the more feathers you have to give in caps, the better. Sure. Like I I like that they have they have a lot of tournaments going on right now. Yeah. I like that they have that. Even with like you know what, I don't really care for the Andre the Giant thing. Yeah. Like it's just a battle royal, and then but yeah. like I do like that you have that so that people can be like I'm the winner of, yeah. the, and nobody's done anything with that yet. No. But I like that it's there. Sure, and I like that it has like a dedicated slot that you know is going to happen mm-hmm. at WrestleMania, and, and you know, tradition is always nice. And I have a feeling they're probably going to put a little bit more more emphasis behind it this year with the that Andre documentary coming yeah. out on HBO around that same time. Yeah, which that commercial looked, or the commercial for looked really good. Um, so yeah, I don't know. They they had like the first team to announce they they were entering into it. And it was a team where I was like, yeah, okay. You mm-hmm. guys are just slapped together for this thing. And I think they're calling themselves like the Forgotten Brothers or the Forgotten Sons or something like that. And it's like Buddy Murphy and uh, uh, Steve Cutler, I that think. That was a solid. All right. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, you guys are so losing in the first round. And they did, uh, I think they, from what I understand, they're changing TM61's name to just The Mighty. Okay. Which makes sense because their, their old name was uh, Mighty Don't Kneel or TMDK. Um, so that makes sense. Uh, they made their big their return on NXT TV. I think just going up against a couple of jobbers. Yeah, uh, it's good to see because it's been like over a year. Um, but yeah, let's move on to the Rumble. To the Rumble. Um, quickly rundown of the non-Rumble matches. They mostly fell the kind of the way you expected them to. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously the. Brock, Braun, Kane thing was like beat for beat. Sure, you know it was. It was could have set your watch to it. Yeah, uh, it was just a really quick fireworks show. Mm-hmm. You know, and and you know the the guy that we predicted to win won. The guy who ate the pin that we predicted to eat the pin ate. You know, ate it yeah. smiling for the exact reasons why precisely. Um, the AJ thing worked well enough. Just yeah. like it kind of kept. With you know, they had a dusty of enough finish to keep the storyline going to feed into the next pay per view, right? And I, I make a lot of arguments defending John Cena. I make a lot of here's John Cena's good qualities, yeah. But John Cena, circa two thousand eight, two thousand nine, would have just beat them, sure, and straight up and down, yeah. yeah. And and I and I'm glad that that didn't happen. I'm yeah because. It it kept you know a little bit of validity behind Ko and Sammy, mm-hmm. um, which is you know it's something that we know is important to protect. But there's sometimes where you know when <laughs> Cena and Roman Reigns are involved, you they kind of forget completely about that. So um, that was okay with the finish because I mean it, this pay per view was pretty much just like all right, cool, let's just get back to the Rumble, back like, to the Rumble, yeah, yeah. If we could have had three Royal Rumbles, I would have been okay with it. You know, I mean, especially the way they were booking them this year. Like, I really mm-hmm. enjoyed how they're booking them, um, particularly the men's Royal Rumble. Women's Royal Rumble, like it, it was what it was. It wasn't bad. Um, a lot of women's Royal Rumble was better than you could have expected. Yeah, knowing the tools they had going in. Right. I. I there are. There were some people that made some points that I kind of agree with, and that was like. These surprise returns with, you know, former, uh, you know, former wrestlers during the Divas era and everything uh-huh. were, like, kind of outshining the current roster. Well, I, I mean, specifically, like, 
like uh, Trish definitely like she, Trish yeah. was in amazing shape and Lita looked really good. I like I like returns. That's always a big mm-hmm. fun part of it. Yeah. Um, but knowing that there's gonna be ten ish slots. Yeah. Um, and and the fact that they were almost all given to returns, like Kari Sane came out, Ember mm-hmm. Moon came out. Yeah. But that was it from NXT. Yeah, it was uh like the the main two NXT champions both got an entry, and then there was one like non champion that that came mm-hmm. in. And it was just, I, I feel like you could have really used this time to highlight a lot of other people. Yeah. Especially you just had the Mae Young Classic. Yeah. And, like, and I know that they're not all signed full-time superstars. Yeah. But you got enough of a con- contact with them to at least give it. I'm sure they gave it a try. Because, again, I don't know how much those people would have popped. I would have popped big for, like, Tony Storm or something, mm-hmm. you know. Or... Rhea Ripley or, you know, really anyone who made a splash in right. the, the Mae Young. And, and I'm not saying chop them all out. I liked, I mean, Lita looked great. Yeah. Trish looked great. I liked the Vicky Guerrero thing. Yeah. Like, it was a good, it was a cool spot. You yeah. know, it was, it was that Royal Rumble surprise that, you know, anyone can be mm-hmm. in it. Molly Holly looked really good. Yeah. But it, it comes down to stuff like Michelle McCool and Kelly Kelly hit the exact same return pop. Yeah, like one doesn't do what the other can't. Michelle McCool's okay, a Michelle, little bit, a little Michelle bit better McCool in the ring. Is better in the ring. Yes, <laughs> Kelly Kelly's just like, oh, but you're trying. I ne- remember those days. Neither one is going to be winning. We know that. Sure. Yeah. Um, they're both from the same era, mm-hmm. so they get that. Like I remember because I was watching then. Yeah. Same with Tori Wilson. To be honest with you. Yeah. Um, and and so I just I wish that they had taken this opportunity to like some people. Um, from you know NXT, yeah, or just you know, th- there are some people who would have killed and really gotten a chance to shine there, yeah. and would have loved to do it and put their all in. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I, I think said, I agree. I would have agreed. I would have preferred if they dipped a little bit more in the May Young Classic pool, mm-hmm. uh, and then like you know, like a couple, you know. Yeah. That being said, that is a minor quibble, right? Like yeah. I am ultimately mm-hmm. arguing about like. Two entrants, yeah, in the grand scheme of things, pretty much. Uh, and I, I appreciate that they had uh, Naomi do the Kofi spot, mm-hmm. you know, and do it like you know when she, as she got on the chair, I was like, all right, well, she's gonna do the Kofi pogo stick thing, but no, she did the like walk on her hands, and I'm like, okay. I, I mean, I would like those spots a little bit better if those, if the people that did them like Kofi wouldn't get eliminated almost immediately afterwards. Like, yeah. At least let them, like, you know, stay in there for a little bit longer, you know? Yeah. Well, and, and part of it has got to be, like, you know, you, you got to be okay if it messes up. Like, Oh, sure. You like, you know, you know the people who are going to, who are taking those kind of risks mm-hmm. aren't probably the planned winner. Right. So. Well, and there's nothing planned for them post that big spot. Right. Because if the jump doesn't make it or whatever. Right. And you can tell, like, you know. Especially with Kofi, he's like, oh, like you got bummed that two thirds of uh, of New Day got eliminated, like back, back to back, and then immediately after that was the Kofi spot, and you're like, oh, okay, well that makes sense the yeah. way that they the way that they planned it. I mean, to be honest, it was a fun Kofi spot. It was a fun Kofi spot, and the launch was impressive. The Kofi spots have gotten more and more ridiculous. <laughs> oh, sure, and the more since, as, since New Day has become New Day, like yeah, and the more ridiculous New Day gets, the more ridiculous that spot gets. Uh, still, my favorite is Biggie carrying Kofi around the ring, like on yep. his shoulders. That was perfect for me. Um, 
I mean, and unfortunately, like, to this day, the the my favorite one is still the John Morrison turns into Spider-Man one. Sure. And part of it yeah. was just because that was so unexpected. Yeah, because that was kind of like the first the first spot like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't soon after that. Like, it was about like, you know, a year or so later that Morrison left. So Kofi took up the mantle and he's ran with it. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, the first one was probably as good as it gets for Kofi mm-hmm. with the walking on the hands one. Um but yeah, the Spider-Man one was. It, it took you the most off guard because no one was expecting it, right? You know. Now we uh, we had now Kobe we expect at least once. Like, okay, yeah. we're, like where is he gonna do it? Yeah, but I, I do like that the women's rumble had that. Um, I agree. Uh, but like we said, like in the men's, the the MVP was clearly Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. Made it to all the way to the final four, uh, and was it felt like he was working pretty hard. The majority of that match, yeah, uh, and obviously Nakamura got the win. Um, um, a couple of highlights from that one: I really like that Nakamura went throughout both Cena and Roman Reigns. Yeah, um, that was kind of a, the Cena elimination was. It seemed it was very simple, but it seemed creative at the same time. Yeah, well, it's it's the kind of thing that's where he, it it felt like because once it was like kind of like oh he's gonna win he's gonna make it. You're yeah. like, oh, they're gonna be so begrudging about this. Yeah, and and it wasn't. I was like, he won, and he won big. Yeah, like there, there's no, you know, oh, he had an easy ride or anything because no. he had the two guys right there. He had the two guys, and you know, once when Finn Balor got eliminated, I think at that point Nakamura had been in the match like 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I really liked the um, old guard and new guard face off. I know some people were groaning about that. Yeah, but I I don't know I I, I thought it was it was it was cool like especially that Rey Mysterio was there and you know good for Rey Mysterio for getting you know the pop he deserves in Philly compared <laughs> to the last time that they did a Rumble in Philly yeah which wasn't his fault no. by any means I mean I'm glad that he's not wearing like Jinko pants anymore so yeah. good on him well there's there's always moments towards the end where. Everybody kind of stands up and looks at each other and takes right. stock of like, we're the last four or six or yeah. whatever people in the ring. It's one of us. And so this one had that nice little additional something. Because you know what? If you didn't know, if you had just started watching, you didn't know the history, you yeah. didn't know that these were the three guys before, mm-hmm. um, you know, that were kind of running everything. Um, it doesn't take anything away. Yeah. It's not confusing. It, it feeds perfectly into how that moment in the rumble is supposed to feel that deep into it. But all that being said, has Rey Mysterio been away long enough to where you didn't groan as much whenever he, they set up the 619? The first 619 I was fine with. The double 619 <laughs> where you could clearly see Roman and Cena like like inching towards each other to make, you know, make it possible. Yeah, that was when I was like, "All right, hey, all right, you overstayed your welcome there there Mysterio." The the 619 it just it has such a ludicrous setup mm-hmm. that the fact that it happens in every match that this one dude is in, and he takes like and he in, gets in no he, other matches, yeah, and he gets it set up, and then he he milks it a little too much, I think. And I'm like, all right, well, they probably would have gotten up by now, yeah. And then he does it, yeah. Um, and I just, I, I don't know. It's no, it just the double one was where it got me. He's like, all right, come on, guys, you did it, like. Right at hard camera, mm-hmm. so you can literally see them like pulling each other close to you know. If the double one had been first, I would have been fine with it. Yeah, but and again, you do it to like the one of the sides. You don't do it hard camera. Yeah, come on. Um, 
amateur hour. <laughs> Guy who's been doing it like his entire adult adult life. You're like no. amateur. Um then to the women's Royal Rumble. Yeah. Um one thing I really loved in this is the amount of continuity that existed in this. What do you mean? I mean Vicky Guerrero when she's talking, she talks to Michelle McCool and yeah. is like, It's been a while and it's like, Oh yeah, she managed like cool. Yeah. Um you get I would have liked to have seen Layla. I would have liked that. Yeah. But, but I like that they acknowledged like, that oh, they, we have yeah. this history. Um They actually I, had a WrestleMania match together. Yeah. yeah. I like that Natty and Beth Phoenix sure. had a moment. That's kind of like been a long running thing. Mm-hmm. Um I like that Amber Moon and Asuka had a moment. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, are we gonna do this again? <laughs> right, yeah. Um it's just it was a great moment. So many of their interactions, um, Trish Stratus and, and even on like a simple Mickey James had yeah. that kind of thing. The, yeah, because that was uh, Mickey James' first WrestleMania match against uh, Trish Stratus, and in a lot of for the longest time it was considered like the best female WrestleMania match mm-hmm. ever. At that time, it might still be. I don't know, depending on how you feel about the last couple, yeah. um, the last couple years. Um, you know, even like on a smaller scale. You had continuity between, you know, Sasha and Bailey. Uh, you know, Sasha ended up, you know, kind of, you know, opening up the back door and and tossing Bailey out. Mm-hmm. Um, it was I I enjoyed from from a company mm-hmm. that like you can't guarantee the beginning of the show to be considered canon by the time you get to the end of the show. Yeah, Speaking it was great to see like all these callbacks. I did just kind of have a quick thought, just quick aside, going back to the men's. Uh, I would have liked a quick moment where the Hurricane and Roman teamed up for a little bit because Roman's brother was uh, Hurricane's old like tag team partner back in the day. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen that. That would have been pretty cool. Just he had like maybe he had like a tiny little superhero <laughs> mask like hidden away in his tights or something and gave it to Roman from like put it on for a second. That would have been pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, granted, a lot of people don't realize that you know that was Roman's brother, not like. I, I, I get that, and, and that would have been cool for, yeah. like, the dedicate. Yeah. But, like, I will say... But all you have to do is have Michael Cole just say one line. It's like, Roman Reigns, he's, you know, taking the place of his brother. Because his brother, like, passed away, like, not that long ago. But I got to... Hurricane was probably the biggest, like, who's that guy? Sure. And honestly, like, even so the tag like- team with... Uh, uh, I, I can't even... I'm, that's why I keep saying Roman's brother. I can't think of his name right now. Uh, Rosie. Mm-hmm. Like even the him teaming with Rosie just seemed was such an obscure thing, and I don't think it lasted very long. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's something that a lot of people just don't remember. And to be honest, we were loud, and I don't know what Michael Cole said the entire sure, sure. evening. <laughs> sure, we we our group got really into the Rumble. Um, and I'll have you know, my my roommate Ed won the pot for the men's. He has not bought me lunch at all this week. Good for him. I have no idea what he spent that money on. Good for him. Although he is talking about getting a new shower head, so it's probably something along those lines. <laughs> you should get a dog. I want a dog. You should get a cat. No, I don't want a cat. <laughs> I want a. You should get a ferret. <sighs> My roommate is going. Will lose that ferret <laughs> so quickly. Um, but you know, going to <laughs> going back to the women's, uh, Oscar ends up winning, uh, and then the. The champions come out, hold their titles up. Asuka doesn't really know who she's going to fight. It's going to be Alexa Bliss. Or, or no, not. Yeah, it's going to be Alexa it's Bliss. Not. Or whoever is going to be 
the Raw Women's Champion at that yeah. time. Um, I don't think that, I think she's rumored for Charlotte right now. Is she? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because the rumor rumor is Bliss and um, Nia Jax. What if SmackDown gets Oscar? That would be interesting. That'd be cool. Yeah. I'd be okay with it. No, I'd be yeah. okay with it. Um, either way. Not long after that, here comes Ronda Rousey. Yes. Uh, wearing uh, Roddy Piper's jacket, which is a cool touch, uh, was given to her by Roddy Piper's son like moments before, or at least that afternoon. Um, a lot of people are complaining that maybe it's taking away from Asuka's spotlight. Honestly, I think it's fine. I, I, I They wanted to end it on a big note. Yeah. I am fine with it. I That's am, the whole reason why the Women's Royal Rumble was put on last. Yeah. Um... I don't know if I would have done it that way, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to say that they were wrong to do it that way. No. Like, I'm fine with it. Because they're not going to have um, Ronda in a championship match at WrestleMania. Right. That's not, you know, the rumor is going to happen. So what's the point of her even being the Rumble? Right. You know, you, a name like that, if you're going to put her in, you better have her win. Right. You know. And honestly, they they were fine with Oscar winning. I'm fine with Oscar winning. And, you know, that's a good name to put as the first ever winner. Right. That's you great. know. Uh, rather than a former MMA star who had never been in a wrestling match her entire life. Um, so to talk about the Ronda mm-hmm. Rousey moment, um, Ronda Rousey, by the way, had like has not shown up on WWE TV no. since then. Um, which I think, it's, and I think it's going to be a while before we do. <sighs> okay, so she comes out. Um, she comes out. To a, a to bad reputation, yep. which was her entrance music, which I'm sure cost WWE a pretty penny. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna be. I almost want to buy that Royal Rumble DVD just to see what Ronda Rousey comes out to. Ooh, because WWE is not gonna fork out the the money it takes for DVD rights. Mm-mm. Well, I mean, uh, well, we could see what they put on the network because they'll change it for the network too. Yeah. Well, maybe uh, not. I don't know if they've changed it for the network. But I, I just remember that they've changed uh, whenever Undertaker came out to Johnny Cash at WrestleMania 27. They've changed that. And they've changed uh, the Metallica song, like the quick Metallica song they play at the beginning of Triple H's theme. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. Well, I know because um, Undertaker came out to Katy Perry's Firework. Precisely. On, on, yeah. on when, it, when they aired it on NBC, which is like, yes, this is <laughs> such a poor choice. I'm enjoying it to that point. Wait, are you being serious? Yeah. No. Did you not know that? Undertaker, 100%, when they aired it, came out to Katy Perry's Firework. Maybe it was Roar. I think it was Firework, though. I don't believe you. I 100%. I don't believe you at all. You don't have to. You're going to have it to is dig factually up. True. You're going to have to dig up a clip of this I don't, at some point. I don't Somehow. Remember, I don't remember which WrestleMania it was, but it was. It, I mean, it had to have been a recent one. Firework's not that old. I don't believe you. I th- I still think you're messing with me. I'm not. <laughs> I know. I know, Joel. In this moment, I am not. I'm but gonna need proof of this. Going back to Ronda Rousey, um, she comes out. I like the Rousey Roddy yeah. Piper shirt. Mm. Um, that was a nice little touch. The jacket was a very nice touch. It was a good sentimental touch, but it, you know, but it's a big jacket. It is a big jacket. <laughs> it's a big jacket. She's got to lift her tiny little arms. Right. And she lifted up Which, her arms a lot. The thing is, like, she doesn't have tiny little arms. No. No, but it gives the illusion that she does. Mm-hmm. And, I I mean, I'm. it was a good sentimental thing. It was a good sentimental thing. I'm glad they did it. Yeah. Um, in the, at the end of the day, it doesn't take away anything. No. Lord, no. But it is a big jacket. 
But what this all did give us is that photo that's the the internet is loving. And that's after the rumble, whenever she's doing like a almost like a, a press gathering out on the stage, mm-hmm. and you've got Triple H like leaning out trying to get a photo. Yeah, it's fantastic, and it's been oh that meme has been so perfect. And that and that Triple H has not posted that photo. Uh, he did, but I think he deleted it because he like he like had a uh, typo in it. Oh, but really? he absolutely acknowledged it. He's like, nah, well, I forgot what he was. Well, what I mean, he said, he was but. Okay, looking at it, he was clearly taking that picture to post it on social media, like Ronda Rousey right. making oh, the rounds. Oh, big oh, deal. oh, oh, the the photo he's taken. No, yes. he's tweeted the photo that someone else took of him leaning right. out. No, no, okay. no, no. I'm saying like he has not released that photo, which is a shame. It's not on his account. Maybe they yeah. posted it on a different account. Um. So Ronda Rousey comes out and points, um, and it's kind of interesting. Holds out her hand to Oscar, and Oscar smacks it away mm-hmm. too. But it's interesting because she does this insane side point, which is very much like somebody backstage has been like, "This is hard camera, face yeah. hard camera." Like, um, and she does it throughout. Like, she has a lot of pointing. She does do a lot of pointing. Um, and so we get to which Ronda Rousey we're going to get because, and we've said it before, are we going to get it? UFC Ronda, or are we going to get Fast 7? Ronda Rousey is incredible in interviews. She's so personable yeah. and likable and funny, and she has back and forth and repertoire, uh, repartee, that's the word. There you go. With the reporters, um, and, and she's like an emotional and passionate, and then when apparently when she yeah. gets a script, that's, she's got to say yeah, the lines. That's going to be the, the hard part. Uh, interviews, I think she's going to be perfectly fine. Promos, is, I... I'm not looking forward to that. Which is my worry as to her not coming out on Raw. Yeah. Because I, when I would say, like, I don't think they did it wrong, but I would not have done it that way, mm-hmm. I would have had Ronda come out on Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Um, and cut her first promo. Mm-hmm. And at some point, we're going to have to get her first promo. Oh, sure, yeah. And I don't know what that's going to be like. Uh, she she needs Paul Heyman. Yeah. Well, and Or a Paul Heyman-like figure. And you know what? Fast and the Furious, honestly, was a while ago. It was, yeah. Like, and she is in a movie now, and I believe she's playing the lead. It's the like her version of oh, Eight Mile. I think it's actually like called like Mile Twenty Two or something like that. <laughs> uh, the the comparisons are just you might as well just copy yep. and paste the whole thing. Uh, except one's a fighter and one's a rapper. Um, so maybe, I mean, I do know like. Once her UFC career kind of went downhill, like a lot of those movie offers kind of dried up as far as I know, mm-hmm. or you just don't hear about it. Um, but this being like really the only one that she really cared about. So maybe she's taking some acting classes in her time away from UFC. Um, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't I, I, I really think she could her, her do last, with a manager. Her last UFC match was a year ago. Yeah. Um, she's probably anytime before that a year mm-hmm. ago. Time has all been dedicated to training. Yeah. Um, but since then, you know, and and the whole like once she's done with UFC, she's coming to WWE mm-hmm. was a foregone conclusion. Yeah. Um, so once that, you know, I don't know when she decided to retire. I don't know if it was like immediately after that match. If it was like before that, if I don't get this title back, sure. I'm retiring. Yeah. I'm done, or if it was like maybe five months ago where she was like, "No, this is yeah, I want out. I want something else." Yeah. Um, but 
She has to have had, you know, she needs some ring work. Yeah. Um, I mean, she and from what I understand, she's been working working out at the performance center for a while. I think she even had like her um bachelorette party at the performance center. I think right. I think that's what the there was an article that said something about that this past week. Well, and most of the articles now are saying like she's given an interview that says, No, this is my life now. Yeah. She's a full time mm-hmm. WWE wrestler on the road three hundred days like yeah. the rest of them. Yeah. Um I just think they're biding their time as far as when she's gonna be on Raw T V. But once she is, I think she's gonna be a regular. It sounds like she's saying at least that you know, she's going to be a regular member of the roster. Mm-hmm. Now, this could be genuine or this could be a rock promise, you know? Yeah. Which would be fitting because apparently that's who they want as her partner for uh, for WrestleMania <laughs> to go and get Steph and Triple H. Of course, you know, I think they, they're, they're trying to work through some insurance things. So I think Kurt Angle might be the backup yeah. for that idea, which, you know, is fine. Mm-hmm. But it would help a lot for promos if it's The Rock. It would. It would that, help I mean, amazingly if it's The Rock. She and, wouldn't have to say anything. Well, and that's the thing. Like, if, if you want some tips and she on how can, to yeah, get a and promo. And she learn from one of the best. It's like, really, all you need is five catchphrases. <laughs> and just go through that, knock those out, and you're good. I mean, if you do it right w- mm-hmm. with the smile and the wink. They'll make you your need. own Ronda Rousey catchphrase bingo cards. Yeah. Um, Which is funny. Sidetrack. Uh, one of those like online like betting draft things or whatever. Mm-hmm. They have a bingo card for the Super Bowl Sunday, and you could like win stuff for it. It's like, all right, it's a lot of stats that I don't usually keep up with during <laughs> the Super Bowl because I usually don't care that much. Yeah, but it'll be interesting. I don't know. Right. We should do like a, a like a WrestleMania bingo card thing. We did that last year. Did we? Yeah. I just thought like it was like a prediction sheet. Oh, we did that. Yeah. That's what we did. But I mean like an actual like bingo card. Okay. That'd be interesting. Okay. I'm assuming somebody on Reddit would do that. Yeah. Not us. Like somebody somebody, somebody with more with talent. We just talk about stuff. I was like, yeah, that, I mean that's that's been existing since like WrestleMania eight. <laughs> sure, whatever. Anyway, so are you of the mindset that feels like Rhonda's entrance into the end of the show took away from Asuka's moment? Um Personally, I'm fine with it. No, I mean, I, it did not take away from her moment. I think it would have... It... I think it, this is the better option than putting Ronda in the match. Yeah, no, absolutely. My, my my question comes down to her debuting on the end of Royal Rumble or her debuting the next night on Raw. Yeah. Um, And the issue with the next night on Raw is if she comes out, she needs a microphone. Yeah. Um. But I, one thing I can guarantee. I mean, you know what? But then again, like, Asuka beat Sasha at the end of the show. Yeah. You could have had the exact same thing where she comes out, she points, she offers the handshake, she gets slapped away, she comes, shakes yeah. Stephanie's hand, she points eight more times. Yeah, sure. Like that. Yeah. Um, But I don't know. Like, for some reason, I felt like it fit better at the end of a big event like Royal Rumble, you know? Yeah, maybe. Okay. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like it would have... Putting it on Raw the next night would have been a lot like um, how Brock came back. Sure, yeah. Um, and, and again, like, not a big issue. I'm I'm arguing about minor, minor quibbles. Yeah. Uh, and I, the, I still feel like the big story is the fact that, okay, she is here. What are they going to do with this now? Yeah. Because... I mean, when you look at it, they're she's at the top of their priority list. Yeah, this is, and I see all these complaints about like, oh, the divas revolution or the women's revolution is over. 
because, mm-hmm. you know, it's just going to be Ronda Rousey 24-7 now. And to me, it's like, this is going to get so much more attention on yeah. the women's roster. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe I am a starry-eyed, hopeful child that doesn't know about the cruel real world out there. No, yeah. But I feel like this puts a lot of WWE's emphasis yeah. on their women's division. Absolutely. If, you know, if they book it right. Yeah. You know, well, but the, it all that all depends on booking. Yeah. Their biggest star now is a female sure. wrestler. Easily. Um, I will guarantee this. We will not see Ronda Rousey wrestle a single match until WrestleMania. You think? No. No, absolutely not. They're going to wait. Like, WrestleMania is going to be her debut. Okay. Wrestling-wise. And it, that also gives her four more months to yep. train. I mean, that doesn't surprise me at all. Like, no. I, I I don't know if I'm confident enough to, like, mm-hmm. plant a flag on that, but that doesn't surprise me But then me from all. that point on, get ready for a heavy dose. Yeah. Um. And then, you know, Raw, they started, like, they started doing um, entrance for the... Elimination Chamber. Uh, I believe you got Cena. Cena is in. Uh, and I'm forgetting who else won. I think they said three. I think there was three this, this week. There's going to be three this week? Cena, Braun. Yeah. That's all I remember. Because, and, because Maybe Braun, it was two. I don't know. Braun Strowman is the big like, all right, now who? Yeah, of course. Yeah. and then, Because you know. this isn't a, because if he's not winning, he has to eat a pin. It's an Elimination Chamber. Yeah. So somebody's got to pin Braun Strowman. You're right. Yeah, which I assume is going to be Roman Reigns. Like, sure. I, yeah, I, it, I'm yeah, not. It's going to come down to Braun. And Roman. I'm not up late at night trying to. Yeah, piece I didn't apart even this mystery. Yeah, I didn't even think about that aspect of it. But you're absolutely right. Roman's absolutely absolutely going to pin Braun clean. And uh, I don't. I don't know if it'll be clean, but it is kind of a bummer that once again it feels like. He's he's getting set aside for WrestleMania to be picked back up. Yeah, once WrestleMania is over. Well, the rumor is for right now is Braun and Miz. Yes, but that definitely feels like Second, a yeah. step back. They're like, oh, Miz is gonna be in a major WrestleMania match. And I'm like, oh, okay, what is it? Braun for the Intercontinental Belt. And I'm like, I kind of hate it for both guys. Yeah, because that's gonna be like opening the show, maybe. You yeah. know, or or in the middle, but like a between two bigger matches or something. Well, and those things like you feel like Miz could take a lot of people and really elevate a solid intercontinental title. He's done good things with that intercontinental title. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, you know, as much as I was like, I thought Miz was a great champion. I don't want Miz to go back up to the main title scene. Yeah, I want him to. I like where he is. Well, he gets so invested mm-hmm. in the Intercontinental title um, that his storyline has that consistent run, this consistent yeah. through line going with it where he wants this title. Yeah. Um, and he wants it bad enough that there is investment in this title. Yeah. Um, but, like, Braun doesn't have that, and Braun feels like... I mean, he'll probably win it and take it and then do what with it? Um, I mean, I'm assuming that'll probably lead to like a feud for a few months with Miz. And I'm sure that'll do wonders with, you know, working up against a strong character like Miz. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. We have we haven't seen Braun with a championship before. We've so not. I honestly have no idea how they're going to book it. Um, 
they haven't like again like it's one of those things like I'm waiting for Braun to screw up or have them screw up Braun and they haven't done it yet and so now it's just like kind of walking on eggshells kind of thing like I don't know when they're gonna do it yeah. you know they couldn't if they couldn't kill Braun Strowman's you know momentum with their just dopey shooting of him toppling over that tractor that <laughs> tractor then I don't know what will. I mean I'm I'm still like I'm all aboard the hype train for this dude. Yeah, absolutely. Even if I'm not excited Honestly, about and his... you know what? This is a step up compared to last year with what mm-hmm. they did with Braun, which was absolutely nothing. They just stuck him in the Andre. Yes. You know, I, to, to the point where like he is like feuding with Roman, feuding with Roman. Stop. Yeah. Please step aside. Yeah. Let this few can... Okay, you can get back on the ride now. Yeah, and you can like, you know, you can renew that rivalry later, but you did kind of spend almost an entire year on it. Mm-hmm. And it was fine. It was good. And I'd ne- I never really got to a point where I was tired of it. But you don't want to, you don't want to risk it, yep. you know. Uh, they're kind like I, I'm starting to kind of feel like they're angling that way with Ko and Sammy, and I'm like, I, I love them both, and they do great stuff against each other. But man, can you like separate them for like five seconds? I never, I never thought I would get tired of them. I'm not, and, tired I, and of I, them. I'm not, I'm not now, but I was like, I. Uh, couple years ago i think was when they were last against each other um no i wasn't tired of i i liked they they did a thing where they were in several matches um that they were in like money the bank matches sure, or yeah. battle royals or something where they would seek each other out right. in a crowd of 10 yeah. and fight each other and i was like i yeah. I liked that they had this consistent mm-hmm. like these two guys hate each other yeah and that being- and, and and that's my that's my issue with, um, you know, and, and again, it's an overarching, long-standing complaint yeah. of matches don't exist outside themselves. Once this match is over, we we can't bring it up as you know a conflict unless they choose to. Sometimes they'll yeah. be like, "Ah, I beat you last week," or yeah. you know, da-da. but if they don't say that, we can't. You know, acknowledge that. And so I like that, you know, and so this guy is facing this guy, but they teamed up last week. Yeah. And they were working together super well, and now they're like, oh, and they can't function. Mm-hmm. And so I I will stand by anything that is consistent, even if it runs a little yeah. long. And, and just talking about them kind of, you know, makes me go back to Nakamura and really Asuka, like, now it's like that weird time where we're excited about, you know, these Rumble winners, but WWE has nothing for them to do for like the next month, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and he's probably going to get a match. He's going to get a match at the next SmackDown pay-per-view almost out of obligation just because like, well, you know, he's popular and he's a, the winner of the Royal Rumble. So we have to have him in a match, but the match isn't really going to mean anything. Right. You know, it's just like, it's one of those things where like, we're just going to tread water on him and Asuka until... You know, r- until WrestleMania. Well, I feel um, mm. the Royal Rumble gets a shot at WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, feels like it's something from an earlier era where there wasn't this much wrestling, um, which is frustrating but understandable. Yeah. But because of that, I almost feel like any babyface that wins the Royal Rumble yeah. should at one point need to put his title shot opportunity on the line. Sure, yeah. Doesn't have to be a major story. Doesn't have to be... Because I think the last time they did that was Roman. Mm-hmm. 
where you know they basically brought back or you know Dan O'Brien was used to kind of like legitimize where it, where it looked like like God, that's such a because it it was also a huge tease to us because it was a huge setup of like oh they seen the air of their ways they're fixing it and it was like and I'm you know the us that knew better is like nah mm-hmm. they catered to us once and that's one too many for them in their in their minds so I I did not expect that at all to happen I I'm not still saying I was pretty bummed and pretty disappointed when it happened but no that was purely a thing to like Roman Reigns he worked hard I believe you I think you picked Daniel Bryan to win that match Uh, maybe out of pure hope I have a recording of your (laughs) somewhere on my computer I actually you know what at least I watched that pay-per-view you blew it off for the Oscars because that was when John and Alexa lived like around the corner from me and I remember, like, the very moment it ended, we walked over to watch the Academy Awards with you guys, and you were like, how did it end? And I'm like, I just shook my head. like, mm. And I wasn't surprised. Right. <laughs> so at least I watched the dumb thing. Well, It was a good match for Roman. <laughs> I, I feel like that was in the middle of one of those times we were supposed to boycott the, the network. Maybe that's what, I was, that's what I was doing, I'm sure. Well, no, because we're not tool bags. We don't actually do that. We're going to watch it regardless, but we're not happy about it. It was during, like... We're tool bags of a different nature. We're, oh, sure. Oh, we are a tool bag of a different design. We just don't... That's not our method to yeah. boycott stuff. <laughs> Please. No one did anything seriously wrong. Uh, So, anyway... It's going to be a struggle to see what they have with Nakamura. Like, maybe that would be the thing he does at Fastlane. Right. Puts it on the line against somebody. They they have him handcuffed to Baron Corbin for some reason. I don't I don't get it, but we'll see. Uh, they are starting a... Or they did a fatal four-way for number one contender. Or wasn't that what they did for the U.S. Championship? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can't even tell you who won that. Um, My memory's awful right now. I don't remember. But but the thing with Shinsuke is yeah. he so this is the only match that's been announced officially. This is our card yeah. right now. There's a lot of rumors, but our card right now AJ's is, gonna have a championship match at Fastlane, but they are they are announcing that this is but then again they did the same thing whenever uh CM Punk was kinda in the championship situation before WrestleMania twenty nine. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So which like I get and is fine and card subject to change and all that. Yeah. Um, but we've already had, like, like we kicked it right off this week with Nakamura and AJ teaming yeah. up, and I was like, "Wow, that is They're like planting seeds." Yeah. Well, you, not necessarily planting seeds. You got to do that at one point, yeah. especially when you have two faces going off at WrestleMania, where you're like, you know, at WrestleMania you'll be opponents, but tonight you're tag team partners. Like, you got to have that moment. Yeah. But I was like, "Wow, they did that one quick." Yeah, they did. Uh, and it, it, maybe they'll do it again whenever things kind of heat up between. Because right now it's still pretty civil, uh-huh. you know. Um, but yeah, like they yeah, they're setting up a thing with Ko and Sami Zayn fighting next week to see who is going to be facing AJ at Fastlane. I'm assuming Ko. Um, although it would be interesting to give Sami like just the that I'd be spot. interested in Sami Zayn, yeah. but like, but I could see them doing <sighs> just doing Ko. Part of like. The KO's the leader. KO's yeah. the one that WWE sees as a prize fighter. Yeah. Um, and so that's why, like, I'm liking that they're together. I'm liking yeah. everybody. I like this little weird but right now, thing they're going like, on. I, in their but, eyes, I think Sammy's playing it a little too goofy to be taken seriously as far as a serious contender that can win matches consistently. Yeah. I just, 
when they are fighting each other, they're on an even playing field. Yeah. And I have a feeling we're going to see some sort of like finger poke of doom or death or whatever it's called when they're matched next week on SmackDown. Like it, I think it's going to be a thing where their characters aren't this thing that these, the, 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 the powers that be or whatever it wants them to take seriously. They're not going to be taken seriously. And that's yeah. just going to like further that whole storyline. I could see that. Yeah. That would, that would be a good angle. I think. Yeah. So absolutely. Kevin Owens just goes for a poke and Sammy Zane just yeah. lays down for him. Um, so we'll see. <laughs> I again, people are gonna hate me for this. Go. I would like to see more finger pokes of Doom. Honestly, I, it's a good heel move. It is, but if when you got it, uh, it just it's it's gotten such a bad rap from yeah. the one finger poke of Doom. But it's like these are two characters that have no respect for the their authority. They have no really respect for really anything other than themselves. Yeah. So you you put them in a match thinking that they're going to fight against each other. When they don't take anything you do or say seriously, it makes complete sense that that's going to happen. Mm, you yeah. know, like yeah, of course they're going to just finger poke of doom. Whatever, who cares? Like it, it, they are two bad guys who are jerks to everyone, including each other. For the you know, yeah, and for the most part, they are in alliance with each other. So what do you think was going to happen? Like them fighting and having a big drag out match is the the biggest. Just character dissonance. Right, exactly. I mean, it's, it's crazy that Nexus never had a finger poke of Doom right? happen. Yeah. Like, like I, and I think I think people are just so soured and afraid of because of the negativity of the famous finger poke of Doom. Yeah. I'm like, they nah. should do that more. It's a good heel move. And it's been a long time. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think, at least WWE, I don't think WWE's ever done a finger poke of Doom. Mm-mm. So and it's, a, it's an episode of SmackDown, like, right? Yeah, and the thing is, like, you know what? like I said, it is the most in line when when you set character up, development that when, these guys could possibly have. When you have a setup where like this is a pay per view, yeah, this is one of the advertised matches. You're going and looking forward to the match, and that is a finger poker doom. I get hating right. that. I get that being in bad yes. taste, and I think that's from what I understand. That's what happened when yeah, WWE yeah, yeah, yeah. was on a pay per view. Mm-hmm. Same thing happens when uh Jeff. It was that one weird thing where Jeff Jarrett just laid down for for Hulk Hogan because everyone was you know mad or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like when it's a pay per view where f- some fans have actually like paid money mm-hmm. to see and not just by paying their cable bill. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Like no, I get I get that frustration, but this is absolutely fine. I I yeah, finger yeah. would be a good way to on an episode of SmackDown. This. Absolutely, and again, it's in line with the characters. Yeah. Um. Anything else from this week? I believe that that is it, but I do want to just say a quick thank you to everybody yes. that uh, took part in, watched our stream, donated uh, to Extra Life and our cause for Duke Children's Hospital. We raised $230, which is very close to our halfway goal for the entire year. Yeah, so it's crazy. It is crazy. We are looking into doing more things like it. Right now, we're angling for every NXT TakeOver. Because it's one of those things where people are coming over to my... The people that were joining me on the stream uh, were going to be there anyway for TakeOver. Yeah. So it kind of works out best. Um, so right now, as far as I know, there's going to be f- four more mm-hmm. this year because they're all kind of linked to the big... The big five. The big five. Now with Money in the Bank now being a conjoined venture. Yeah. Um, I, we're not sure if... There, if we're only going to be streaming wrestling theme. We don't, we don't want to commit to anything yet. Yeah. But, but, but it's all up in the air. It's fair enough to say we're tentatively looking at 
takeover before WrestleMania. Yeah. Next one. Um, we haven't figured out exactly what we're going to be streaming yet, uh, but we are open to ideas and open to thoughts. Uh, I have a feeling we're going to have a lot of people over at my house for that one, so a party game of some sort that we can have a lot of people on would probably be best. Um, and if it's on PS4, even better, because <laughs> that turned out really well. Yeah. Um, but again, thank you, everybody. Thank you for everyone's generosity. Um, and be on the lookout. I, all of these streams are going to be on the Classroom Ring Attire YouTube. So mm-hmm. look up Classroom Ring Attire on the YouTube page, and you know that way you can go ahead and subscribe to it, and you won't have to miss anymore if you did miss it. All right. Uh, continuing the plugs, as always, yep. you can follow us on Twitter at CR Attire. Uh, we live tweet uh, the shows. We live tweet the pay-per-views whenever we can. Yep. And uh, if you have any questions, comments, anything you want us to bring up on the show, send that over to our email. That's classofringattire at gmail.com. We're also on iTunes. Easy way to follow the podcast. Uh, get a new episode every single week. Uh, give us a rating of five stars. Or if you write a review, that really helps out the podcast as far as those iTunes metrics go. Yep, and if you're listening to us on InsidePulse.com, leave us a comment on there. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, we're also on Facebook. Easy way to follow Chris. Easy way to follow myself. So what other kind of things we're working on. Yep. Until next time, stay classy and huzzah. Huzzah. Huzzah.